Hey, Earl, uh, today's podcast is brought to us by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. That's Mr. Hepner to you, Mr. Oh, Scott Novel. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Earl Hepner. Uh, look, it's free audiobook. You know, I, I you seem like a man that likes to read. I don't like to read. You don't like to read? I like listening to things. I have this little thing in my ear, and people tell me what to do. Oh, well, hey, you can make your own decisions, you know. You can count to three. You can count to ten. You can listen to books to however you uh, want to. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I screw people. You screw people. People tell me to screw people, and I screw them. Well, <laughs> well, you get a free audio book, Earl. If you, the beauty is that you don't have to read anymore. Are you telling me there's a book out there that's going to tell me to screw things? What's a possible book that could ever tell me to screw things? A possible book that could ever tell you to Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm sorry? Fifty Shades of Grey. What is that? See, you're a referee who believes in black and white. That's what you wear. That you just see everything in a black and white sort I of wear setting. these stripes because it's what I believe. Yeah, the, the, there's no shades of gray. Let me tell you, Earl, there's 50 shades of gray out there. Are you telling me we live in a multi-tiered world where there's no such things as black and white, but just an ever-changing shade between? No. E.L. James is telling you that. Oh. And I wouldn't even... I, I, I'm not going to read it to you. I'm not going to read you the book. You're not even going to read it yourself. You can get a free audiobook download of Fifty Shades of Grey, book one or book two. Doesn't matter where you start. What can I listen to it on? Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash network. You can have those, and there's over 100,000 titles to choose from, Earl. Think of how many shades of gray that is. That's more than 50. It is more that's than 50. A of, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. If you don't get it, you're screwing yourself. Then it's Earl screwed Earl. Story of my life. Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. And I got pig fucking on the mind, everybody. Man, Scott came in, he's got knocked down the door to the to the Comedy Podcast Network studio, and he was like, I got a great idea. And he put his hands up, and then he just said, he did the hands where it's like the first word, pig, and then he went to the, his other side, and he was like, fucking. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, big bright lights. Yeah, the other faction that goes against the Wyatt family, the pig fuckers. The pig fuckers. Uh, essentially, they'd be like the the Wyatts, right? But ripped off and from another uh, federation, right? I mean, you could call them Godwins two thousand, but I feel the Godwins kind of bled into the two thousand. So it's you I know, you. you just call them the Pig Fuckers. Man, that's a lot of attitude on these Godwins. Uh, is that are those the guys who were in the pre-show for WWE in your house for Spring Stampede? The one that yeah 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 the those the, are uh, the Godwins, the hillbilly guys, yeah, yeah, with the bucket of slop. Oh, do they ever throw it on people? Oh yeah. That's good. There was a... <laughs> That's good booking, Scott, because you imagine if they just came to the ring with just a bucket of slop and they didn't use it. Steve, they did one better. They did one way better. Uh, I don't remember if it was the Cow Palace or not, but there was a... Hog- San Francisco's Cow Palace? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but either way, they did a hog pen match. Were there pigs? Yep. So that means a bunch of people paid money 
to go see a live event of a wrestling show and smell shit. Pig shit, though. Oh, yeah. Which is the most common to smelling like human shit. Is that right? I don't know. It all smells like... You ever had? Have you have a cat? You have a dog, and you've got a dog situation there's going a, on. There's a dog situation. I, it's not my dog, but there's a dog situation. It's a big dumb dog that is uh, living at the house that well, I stay at. What do those big dumb droppings smell like? You know, I was gonna say I don't fucking know, but I do, uh, because when he he goes down this little hill in the backyard and poops, but every time he does, it, it's like the wind catches it right in, and then wafts it right up. at the door, and I'm like. What? Oh, <laughs> so like I just imagine like an animated sequence from Pocahontas where it's just like these uh, like colors just start sort of going this big abstract sort of wave coming towards your window. Mm-hmm. That's it, all the colors of the wind. But it's dog shits. The dog shits. Uh, I, this is another thing I just thought of similar to the pig pen match would be if there is a little hill. And the dog poops at the base of it, uh-huh. maybe because it's at the bottom of the hill, and the dog just like it starts, it starts to poop, and then it's like it slowly rolls down. <laughs> it would be terrible to either be mowing the lawn or to trip and fall and like log roll all the <laughs> way, <laughs> and then just have all that feces break your fall. That that is one of the final destination deaths in the new f- final destination. Oh yeah, fecal de- fecal destination. <laughs> yeah, fecal destination. Which Steve, are you in that one too? Uh, you know what? I saw the breakdown for it. And we'll just have to wait and see. Um, that's typecasting if they put you in that one. Speaking of which, we're comedians living in Los Angeles. Booyah! Boom! Fortune cookies at the wall. Ah, those ones were pointed at me. <laughs> I was supposed to throw those. Uh, I don't like fortune cookies. Uh, I've never. I like here. I've actually got a collection of fortunes right here that I keep in my wallet Do because you? I'm lonely. Uh, this no, one. You're not. That's me. Hey, you have my wallet, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh. Uh, I've got Prosperity is in your future. Oh, if it was Knights of Prosperity, that'd be cool. Whoa, look at this driver's license. Yeah. Whoa, this is new, like new style. I've also got You Are Always Welcome in Any Gathering. Mm-hmm. You will make many changes before settling satisfactory, which is also in Spanish. Haras muchos cambios antes de establecerse satisfactoriamente. Hold on, let's work in some wrestling with these. All right. Okay, let's figure out who these fortunes go to. Which wrestlers do these fortunes go to? We're going to predict their, their future. All right. You are always welcome oh, we should in also, any gathering. We should also point out we're recording today not just from the studio, but from a bomb shelter in the middle of the Nevada desert. So we're a little, <laughs> little skimpy on material today. <laughs> we are, uh, and that's we had to do that because I kicked open the door at the headquarters. So security breach. Yeah, security breach. It, it, mes- it messed up the, uh, the gravity lock. <laughs> so you are always welcome in any gathering. Uh, easy, Santino Morello. Oh, that's true, yeah. Santino Morello. There's your fortune right there. Oh shit! Let me find the other the fortune cookie. Just threw at the wall. Uh, you will make changes before settling satisfactorily. Hmm. Uh, Curtis Axel or is that Dolph Ziggler? No, Dolph Ziggler don't change. Okay. Oh, so it's was it Paul Levesque when he was back from a blue blood? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, he makes changes all the time, and then he Well, you wanna... know what, I feel like I'm taking all these, you, uh... I don't know, I agree. Prosperity is in your future. That one's for you, Jim Ross. Oh, not bad. Uh, this is the final fortune. Would you like to read it? I would like to read it. Uh, this will probably come true, not for us, because they didn't eat the fortune cookie. You have a deep interest in all that is artistic. Ooh. ODB. Yeah. I can see that. Mm-hmm. 
So she seems like a good gal to go like a like a weekend museum trip. Yeah. You know, like like museum hopping. Yeah, like let's knock all this over and set it on fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. She's she, a dynamo. Oh, I like her. She's she's pleasant. I think you guys would be uh you guys would be fun company. I'd like to see you guys knocking over a museum. I saw her in person, way shorter than I thought she'd be. Yeah. I didn't think she'd be that short. Really? How tall did you think she was going to be? I mean, I thought she was about as tall as I thought she was going to be when I met her. I thought she'd be I thought she'd be one of the taller ladies around. Hmm. She's, you know, she's big in in uh bulk, you know. She's got it going on. Yeah, but a, I thought she'd be she's bursting be at the seams with badass. Yeah, she'd still break me. Yeah. yeah. Shake me, break me, take me. Ooh. <laughs> That's that new tattoo you got, That's right? That's a new tattoo I got right right on my it's my tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> Shake me, take me, break me. It's all I have to, all the combinations of it on my back, so it's never because I wasn't sure which one I wanted to go in. So I have take me, break me, shake me, break me, take me, shake me, shake, break, take. Uh, That's me, also me, me, why me. you have that sharpie attached to a string tied around your neck, so mm-hmm. you can cross out the ones you're like. Today it's this one. Yeah, it's like, and if you see another combination, if you could just jumble the letters around and see something else, put that on there. Yeah, just put it on there. Do people still get tramp stamps? Uh, I don't know, but I've seen them. Yeah. I've seen them. I feel like I haven't seen them for a while. Uh, well, then go to places where people bend over more. Uh, I suppose I should. Hey, UK listeners. Where's a good place where people bend? I don't know. <laughs> no, are, are tramp stamps big there, or is that an American thing? Yeah, that's a good point. Thanks. And if it is, if it's a big thing now, we're sorry that we did that, if it's our fault. Yeah, we're, we're very, very sorry. On behalf of Curtain Jerks, we apologize for tramp stamps. You know, we are not responsible for a lot of things, uh, and I feel like, you know, maybe we need a little help from time to time. But there are others that do. And recently, Steve made contacts with someone, because Steve's out and about on the town, like in L.A. doing stuff. Like, I'm a homebody. I'm, you know, I'm not even in this town anymore. No, but, but you can say at night, I slick my hair back, and I go out and I network and I schmooze. Yeah, and during the day, hair forward. I sleep all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I, I had two salads today and some iced tea. I feel gross. You had two salads? Yeah, I had some salad, and then I was like, hey, this is great. I'm going to have a second one. And then as soon as I had that second one, I was like, what are you doing? Never let your puppet decide your diet for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I call him Professor Frank uh, from The Simpsons. Um, so you have met a personal assistant, but not just any personal assistant. Well, it's funny because I apparently – uh, this person, this guy, he works. He's he's actually several people's personal assistant, but he only let me know who one of his primary clients was. That's and, odd. He didn't let you know about the lower level ones. He's was he showing off? Is that what it was? No, he just like he said it was confidential. But so I think we might hear from him again. But he said this is his main client right now. I've never it? heard from him in the first place. Oh well, his so, name is Alphonse. Alphonse Chesterfield. Yeah, is that what you have written down? I yeah. The I have I have his card here. It's a. It well, it has a little chime every time that I I lift it up. There's a little chime. Stop doing that. <laughs> Sorry, just, it's such an intriguing chime. Stop it. That's very irritating. It sounds as though this chime he recorded himself. It's not an instrument. It's just him. No, it sounds like a guy who just made a chime noise. Yeah. Yeah, I'm dialing, and it's ringing. Oh, all right. I don't even know whose client is. JBL's personal assistant. 
Is this Alphonse Chesterfield? That's right, Alphonse Chesterfield, JBL's personal assistant. JBL's personal assistant? That's right, John Bradshaw Layfield's personal assistant. Wow, that's incredible. Uh, you're on Curtain Jerks right now, Curtain Jerks podcast. I'm on the radio? Yes, well, internet radio. Well, I'm going to have to sign some forms, I'm sure, but uh, I, have a, I have a few moments for quick questions. If uh, there's anything I can talk to you about, JBL, John Bradshaw Layfield, big client of mine, really popular. How much do you get paid? Me? That's incredibly personal, but I get paid in hats. You get paid in hats? Every time JBL's hat gets knocked off, I get paid by it. You get paid by the hat? Usually fills it up with chili and then dumps it over my head. You get chili payments in hats that are dumped on your head. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I have a small, small per diem where I get a daily uh, salary for, for Mr. JBL. Is it fair? It's what you could consider on the lower end of fair. Well, let me ask you this. I know Obamacare is a big thing right now. Do you get your own insurance through I get my insurance through Obamacare. If that gives you any note to how much I make. Is JBL okay with that? Because doesn't he have to then pay to then have you have Obamacare? I handle all that paperwork, and I assure him it's all for hat tanning. For hat tanning? Yes. Okay. What are the other perks that you get for working for JBL? Oh, it's great. Why... I get uh, good tickets to wrestling events if I was interested in wrestling. I also get to carry JBL's bags. Um, I, uh, I'm a bit of an aspiring wrestler myself, so I guess you could say I have quite a good time in the locker room, especially in the shower. Uh, I happen to be of mixed Polynesian descent, so JBL has several colorful names that he calls me. And uh, you could also say that I'm a homosexual, so JBL won't ever let me forget that. He seems to be unable to... Uh, uh, forget that. So I guess you could say all around, besides my uh, delightful per diem and my wonderful <laughs> dream coming true to being close to the WWE and wrestling, I also just have to undertake a lot, bit, a bit of the old hazing from JBL. Alphonse, I was going to cut you off there and ask you further questions about any of the stuff you said, but you said a lot. I'm sorry, I just... <laughs> Well, I, this isn't live, is it? I should probably... No, but we won't sort of... edit any of this, though. Uh, fair enough. I'm... <laughs> I'm a little browbeaten, so... And I've got chili scars all over my scalp because uh, when he gives me his hats, he fills it up with chili, makes sure that it's scalding hot, puts a little bit of cheese on it so it really bonds to the skin, (laughs) and then he just puts the old hat on my head. (laughs) But he's a big guy, you know, he's got a reputation for being a bully. Is that just his way of having a good time? Maybe he can't express himself in other ways? Uh, well, you could say that he's a very sensitive guy when it comes to matters of finance and uh, international politics, and uh, U.S. military support overseas. Mm -hmm. So, really, I think if anybody's qualified to talk about any of those things, it's a professional wrestler turned announcer. Do you... Do you think maybe this is a bad wrestler to be a personal assistant for? Have you ever thought about being the personal assistant to Farouk? Oh, uh, Mr. Simmons is uh, Mm -hmm. quite a a gentleman, very nice. Uh, He only seems to say damn to me, but uh, I... I've opened his door once or twice, if you know what I mean. But it seems like uh, you would know how you're doing, that it's either an impressed damn, like, damn, or perhaps a disappointed, like, damn. I've heard both of those, uh, preferably more of the excited dams, uh, but he doesn't need a personal assistant. Uh, He hasn't returned any of my phone calls or any of my monogrammed uh, applications. I see. Uh, Look, I, I... 
it sounds like this is a really rough job for you, Alphonse Chesterfield. I want you to be happy in your role in life. And I'm very happy. I'm happy. I am at the arena every Friday night for SmackDown, even though it's taped on Tuesdays, but JBL wants me at the arena on Fridays, so I'm there, and I, that just means I have to get a red eye Saturday night because he wants me to sleep in the arena, so that way I can be at the venue for whatever Sunday setup is there to make sure that all of his waters are pre-opened. Uh, well... Again, you don't seem to like wrestling. You don't seem to like the abuse that you take from him. Why do you do it? Oh, I'm... uh, Perhaps I've given the wrong impression. I am quite a fan of wrestling and personal assisting. John Bradshaw Layfield? John Bradshaw Layfield, yes. I just thought I would say the fan of personal assisting. Well, who else do you personal assist? I cannot say, but... Michael Bay? Uh, of the famous film director? Mm-hmm. No, not Michael Bay. But I assure you, other film directors, Rush Hour 2, perhaps? Brett Ratner? Yes, Mr. Ratner. Uh, don't tell anyone. He did all the Rush Hours. Rush Hour 3, perhaps? And Rush Hour... There's no number, so it's just Rush Hour. Also, X-Men 3, The Last Stand. Don't brag about that. Okay. That's not braggable. The uh, Rock's new film, Hercules? Really? Yes. Oh, that's another... Why don't you personal assist for The Rock? Oh, he's got quite a team. I am not welcome. They they make sure that they're barking at people when they get too close to his juicer machine. But you could be a cog in that wheel. Think about being the wheel and a cog in him. Think about cogging The Rock. I would love to cog The Rock. I'd love to be wheeling and cogging The Rock as much as I could. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be nice? You'd feel a little bit better about yourself cogging The Rock? Yeah, I think I think that'd be great. You... Can I get a recommendation? You can get a recommendation, sure. We've never talked with The Rock ever on this show or in any way, but you have our recommendation, Alphonse Chesterfield. Well, I've just learned in terms of my own personal pride and how far it can sink, there is a first time for everything. That's right. Well, Alphonse, I hope things look up for you. Good. I hope you guys consider this a real scoop. Don't go in the shower with JBL anymore. I... I... I found his wristwatch. Join the Wyatt family. I would they'll, like to. They'll treat you better. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Bye, Alphonse. Man, that guy sounds pretty beat. He does sound pretty beat. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Would you ever be a personal assistant for anybody? Uh, Yeah. Would you be a personal assistant for a wrestler? No. Okay. Uh, Paul Dini just recently, at, like on Facebook, had this thing about Facebooking somebody for about being a personal assistant for like a day or something, and I was like, <gasps> but then I didn't say anything. Why not? I don't. Paul think Dini, I'm writer, uh, comic book writer, Batman the Animated Series writer. Yeah, and like the guy, I, we've both met him once or twice. Yeah, really cool. I didn't feel comfortable. I don't know, and like I don't have any experience in production for what I what I think he was asking for help for. I don't think I could do it. I could. I should just lie. Shouldn't I just lie? Yeah. I should lie. That's what all jobs are. Lying. Well, can you do this? <laughs> yeah. Totally. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Here's your what's flashlight a- and here's your knife. Go get those rats. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, what's a calculator? <laughs> a calculator? <laughs> huh? <laughs> a calculator. I think that's what the guy said. I don't know. I need a calculator. All right. Calculator. <laughs> um. Big news this week on Raw. Would you ever be a personal assistant? No. Would you ever tell me what the big news on Raw is? Yeah. The Miz turned Miz. Oh, who didn't see this coming? Who didn't see that? Who didn't smell that pig shit from a mile away? <laughs> who didn't log roll down into that pile of dog shit? 
I don't know, but it's uh, it's better this way. I think so. I it's think so. better this way. Even as whatever as just being a good guy, it's like you're just in a weird nebulous place. You're already irritating. At least make me at least make me feel okay that I think you're irritating. Yeah, I don't have a reason to cheer him ever. Yeah, I have plenty of reasons to boo you. Good. I have more reasons to boo you now, Great. along with everyone else. Much I'd, like Dixie Carter, same thing that people are getting all in her, getting up all in her stuff because you know she's a she turned heel. Yeah, it's like, are you cheering Dixie Carter? No, you're not cheering Dixie Carter. I always like seeing her. Yes, you like seeing her, but the majority of fans that have a problem with TNA and that don't watch are upset that she's a bad guy. But it's they like, don't watch. Well, yeah, but it's like you, you are already booing her. As a person, you might as well, if ever you see it or whatever, it's like, yeah, now you hate her for every possible reason. Yeah, use it now. So it works. Yeah. Same with The Miz. It's like, uh, you know, hey, I got a Christmas movie coming out in a couple of weeks on ABC Family. <gasps> boo. Ooh. Christmas I, bounty. Boo. I hadn't thought about that. That's a, ooh, speaking of which, we should totally review Christmas bounty. Ugh. Sorry. God damn it. That sounds terrible. Well, two things. One, why would he turn heel right before Is it just so we can get some heat on him for Christmas Bounty? I don't know. Yeah, but it's like, that's terrible. It's like, yeah, the hero of this movie, this bad guy. And then also in Christmas Bounty, it, like the other guy in the trailer looks like a wrestler who I don't recognize. Do you know what I mean? I I really spaced out during the trailer there, because looks I like feared you saying that we should <laughs> review it. I'm not. I will do it. Listeners, if you want to hear us review the Christmas bounty, the Mrs. Christmas bounty. Jeez, don't say it like that. Uh, Christmas bounty. Yeah, don't say the Mrs. Christmas bounty. I see <laughs> just a big scrotum sack where he's pulling <laughs> presents out and giving them to people while they're still moist. Isn't that what it is? A Christmas bounty? That movie that you just described of his nut sack and him pulling gifts out of it. And all the while, he can't smile while he's giving them to kids. God, he's... Sorry, I can't even get past the idea of Christmas Bounty being the name of something. Well, that's ABC Family's The Mrs. Christmas Bounty. Stop calling it The Mrs. Christmas Bounty. I don't know what else to call it. Ms. Miss Bounty? Yeah, I think Miss Miss Bounty is much better. If you want to hear us review it, get a hold of us on Facebook and Twitter and let us know that that's what you want. I would That's what you want for Christmas, listeners. I'd rather watch a movie where The Miz plays The Miz, having to deal with all of the presents stolen from everybody. He has to go around stealing presents because he's an asshole. I'd like to see the Marines go up against Kane's See No Evil. I'd like to see Kane, the character from uh, See No Evil, go up against the Marines. What's his name? Ichabod Jumbo or something? Uh, I don't remember. Spencer... Isaac Yankum. Isaac Yankum. That's Isaac Yankum, yeah. So, I don't know. He's Solomon. Solomon Grundy. Solomon Grundy. <laughs> Born in a Monday. Uh, Died I, on a Tuesday. And uh, dropped his laundry off on a Wednesday. Yeah. See, this is what you could be doing with Paul Dini. I know. I blew it. Oh, geez. Uh, so, we got Survivor Series this week and Turning Point. T- uh, TNA doing. Too, oh, I was about to say, are we making big live decisions now? No, no, no. We're. Uh, I'm just saying, like the these events going on. The mm-hmm. TNA's got their pay per view esque TV show, Turning Point. So, is Turning Point is a live on Spike pay per view. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. Well, we don't have to pay right. for the view. 
And they got some crazy matches on this. Let me look it up real quick. I have it here. Uh, it's uh, that's me vamping. Bully Ray versus Mr. Anderson in a no disqualification match. And if Mr. Anderson loses, then he's uh, they didn't say retired, but it's like he's out of TNA. So he's done, which is great because he's always out of TNA every couple months or so. Right. And he also acknowledged I'm a new dad, so I'm OK with this. God, that's Which is like, there's no fucking stakes, man. Yeah. And then if Bully Ray loses, Aces and Eights is disbanded. So four people have to go back to their singles career. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, but you know what? The best thing about Aces and Eights is I feel like everybody now could have a successful singles career. Before, it was going to take a lot more. Everybody. Everybody, Scott. Especially Bischoff. <laughs> Bischoff's won a couple of matches. Nux has won. I don't think Nux has won a match. Which one is Nux? Okay, director there's of a chaos? problem right there. Is that the director of chaos? No, that was. Uh, <laughs> is that the director of? That chaos? was Doc. That's Doc, the director of chaos. Yeah, I like him. Doc is director, director of chaos. chaos. That's not Nux. Is Nux the guy Nux who's always hanging is out Mike with Mike Knox? The guy who's always hanging out with Bishop. The dude with the gigantic beard. Yeah, those are the only. I thought guys that was left. the. I thought that was Doc. No, Doc has been gone for months. He left TNA. Oh, my God. Yes, these are the things that, if you don't watch DNA, are a total shocker. It's exciting. It's great. Every 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 six weeks, I watch Impact, and I have a blast. Well, the only people left in Aces and Eights are Bully Ray, Bischoff, Nux, and Brooke. Were those, who were the three people that got revealed after that pay-per-view? Nobody. They never showed who those three guys were? Nope. That's a bummer. Yep. It would have been great if it was Kurt Angle and Sting and Samoa Joe. <laughs> Fuck you, Magnus. <laughs> come on. What is oh, this come on. I feel, I really feel like everyone's, you know, teaming up on me. Yeah. No one thinks I can get the job done. I'm still going to wear my suit. Yeah. I'm still wearing it. I'm still wearing it. You guys are going to wear your vest now? Come on. Oh. Sting's going to wrestle in a vest now instead of a t-shirt. <laughs> Uh, also, he has to button it up, <laughs> and it, somehow he has two extra vests to cover his arms. <laughs> yeah, just wraps him around. Samoa Joe versus Magnus in a Falls Count Anywhere match. I think they're really going to go to town on each other. Yeah, but aren't they friends? Is this another proving ground at Turning Point? This is part of the to find out what their sacrifice is. This is the first round of the tournament for the vacant TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Whoa, who vacated it? Well, jeez, oh, I gotta explain the whole show to you. Uh, AJ Styles. <laughs> oh man, AJ Styles is the champ, but he's not playing by Dixie's rules. He won't sign the contract. Dixie uh, wants all these things from him, so he's defending the championship around the world. So she says he's not the champion anymore. So they're finding a new champion. Yet he still has the belt. Uh, is he really defending it all over the world? Uh, uh yeah, he went to Mexico, bro. I guess I suppose that's international. Yeah, that's across a border. That is. Uh, Where? Then, who did he against Jeff Jarrett? Who did he defend it against? Against Jeff Jarrett's mustache. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Jeff Jarrett's retired. Jeff Jarrett's mustache is still active in AAA. You know what's great is every couple months Jeff Jarrett either has a really short, like, close cropped hair, or he has the like the Ric Flair lion's mane. Mm -hmm. I love that it just alternates. Every other time I see him, it's like Jesus, buddy. It's like one haircut a year. We've also got James Storm versus Bobby Roode in a bull rope match. Ooh. And then, this is a kicker right here. Abyss 
versus Joseph Park. No way. Brothers! That's how... How can brothers fight each other? Uh, with their fists? With words? With uh, telling lies to their mom like, Mom! Abyss is making faces back here! How do you think they're going to do that? Like, is the lights going to keep turning out? Or is he going to keep... Are they going to keep fighting on the ramp with just one person's arm sticking out and hitting the other person in the face? I don't know what you mean. They're two different guys, Steve. I know, but how can brothers fight each other like that? Undertaker refused, to, did it. Undertaker refused to fight Kane. Undertaker refused to fight Kane until he fought Kane. Yeah, all those times and then got buried alive by him. Yeah. And the Steiners have fought each other. Booker T and Stevie have fought each other. I don't, I'm not a fan of that. Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy fought each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bashams, they ever fight each other? Uh, they probably squabbled. Yeah, they probably had some squabbles. Uh, did the Bella twins ever fight each other? Uh, other than like, Edge and Christian. Other than like, I want to switch tonight. I want to fuck Daniel Bryan tonight. No, I want to fuck John Cena tonight. Let's switch, switch, switch. They probably can't tell. Uh, Edge yeah, and they Christian. Can't, the Bella twins can't tell the difference between John Cena and Daniel Bryan. Hey, Scott, a champion's a champion. They're interchangeable. Oh, I thought you meant like twins can't tell other people apart. Yeah, twins think everybody else looks <laughs> the same. That's and so weird. We think twins look the same. Twins think everybody else looks the same. Oh, man. It's very strange. That's very strange. Edge and Christian, they were brothers and fought. Yeah, until <laughs> uh, the WWE then said, hey, you know what? They're not brothers anymore. That's lame. I hated that. They keep them as brothers. Keep them as brothers. Where's Christian? I don't know. That bumps me out. They brought back Rey Mysterio. Yeah. They can't bring back Christian? What's he's, going on over he's there? He's probably hanging out. I'm sure he's hanging I out. I bet in the next two weeks we're going to see Christian in a backstage segment. I bet you in the next eight weeks we won't see Christian at all. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. I want to. He's one of my favorite guys. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Two weeks or eight weeks? <laughs> listeners, the countdown is on. Listeners, remember this because we won't. Yeah, tell Curtain Jerks sent you. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it is time for Jerk Tweets. Each week, go to Twitter.com, send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. This week, we have uh, Rio Yanez says, What is Jack Swagger's favorite meme? And as always, hashtag eat a swagger scrotum, Steve Sears. Well, that's new. Yeah, and lengthy. That had to be a short question. <laughs> <laughs> Holy God. Uh, how many? You got 130 characters? Uh, I never remember. I think it's 140. Guys, to save space, you can always just make an emoticon of a penis and then my name, okay? <laughs> 140 characters is what it is. Okay. I think my ass is burning. Oh, Jack Swagger. Hey, buddy. Man, was I in the other room? And I'm like, ooh, my ass is burning now what the point of that was because people were talking shit about you and that's how you would feel it or how why would your ass burn again ash is burning because people are talking about me and then it's lighting a fire under my ass right right of course well rio a longtime listener and fan of the show rio and as would like to know what is your favorite meme jack ah what is my favorite meme of course i'm always partial to uh those guys that you know like to show the wrestling memes Mm -hmm. those guys uh, so, I gotta say, the biggest fan of Sin Cara. Sin Cara memes. Because it's like, that guy bosses everything. Yeah, yeah. It's like he can't even get something right, you know? It's his moves. 
He can't even get moves right. I mean, imagine if you were to talk and do promos, like how much you would butcher those just by speaking all the time, and people would be like, well, we can't get that guy to speak. Let's just get somebody in there for him to speak for him all the time. I mean, that would be embarrassing as it is. But Sankara is all, all the time, like no matter what happens, just like, boss, boss. So he's botching all so the time. So you're saying it's embarrassing for Sin Cara because not only does he botch all his moves, but if he had a mouthpiece, he'd have to have a mouthpiece because he would botch all of his. You uh, would botch everything that he says. Like you get that guy on the stick, right? That's mm-hmm. what we call it, the stick. Yeah. You know, when you're in the back and you're with all the guys, you're like, hey, what's going on? You want to lose your ribs? And you're like, no, got to get on the stick. Kind of promo. And then you get on the stick, and then you do some. Got to put asses in the seats. I mean. If you can't cut it on the stick, I don't know why you're in the biz. I don't know. Uh, you know, we've had Sin Cara on the show before, and he seemed pretty good on the uh, on the mic. Uh, it seems pretty generic to me. Yeah. But me, though, I mean, I put asses in the seats. I, I suppose. You suppose? Yeah, I mean, the real American. You know what? Uh, I was a really big fan of when you did that gauntlet match with Daniel Bryan a couple weeks ago on Raw. That was pretty cool. That was months ago. You're very welcome. Thank you. Uh, I think you're also going to be in Survivor Series, right? Uh, Survivor Series, yeah. I'm in a Survivor Series match. Uh, do you think there's going to be any any great moments that happen at Survivor Series that might be meme-worthy? Uh, yeah, obviously. Uh, okay, I'll tell you moments right now. Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get in there, and I'm going to tap out Cody Rhodes. Okay. And then I'm going to tap out Goldust. Okay. And then I'm going to tap out the Usos at the same time. Okay. One, one arm in each. One, one, uh... You know, foot in one and then one foot in the other. And if you've got both Usos and both Cody Rhodes and Goldos, okay. Yeah, and then uh, I'll tap out Ray Mysterio, and then I win it for everybody. Oh, and then maybe you could show a picture of that with a hashtag underneath that says never ever. Yeah, never ever will they not tap out. Never ever will they not tap out. Yeah, because you're going to tap out because I tap out everybody. Yeah, that's right. You do tap out a lot of people. I tap, what? Yeah, I tap out. I tap out a lot of people. Uh, you tapped out Kofi Kingston on Raw last Monday. Yeah. Uh, how did it feel? You know, I really think Miz would have gotten that tag if it, and it would have changed the match, don't you think? Yeah, he would have gotten the tag and then it would have tapped out the Miz. You know what? I think I would have preferred that. Would you have preferred that? Uh, no. I'd rather tap out a father. Oh, Kofi Kingston? Yeah, Kofi Kingston's a new daddy. So I like tapping out new daddies. That's now to make that, their to make their baby perceive them as weak, and I should instead be their father. Well, I think that's a great meme. I think I like tapping out daddies. I'm the new daddy. I also assume I'm his new daddy because have you seen the ad for the new movie Delivery Man? Uh, I've With not Vin, seen the ad, Vince but I saw the trailer for the original foreign film. Yeah, yeah. Well, Vince Vaughn, you know, he jerks off a lot in the cups and stuff. Okay. Uh, that's my story. That's all your story. That's my story. Oh, that's what you've done. That's what I've done. Oh. Oh, so you actually could be a daddy. I could be Kofi Kingston's son's father. Um, well, only if they did fertility treatments, or I don't think that's how fertility treatments work. Uh, yeah, you go to your local sperm bank, and we wrestlers, we travel all around the world, and sometimes you need a little bit of that side money. Yeah, so, I guess you do. So, it's like a side quest in an open sandbox game. So I go, excuse me, my name is Jack Swigert. I'm here to donate some sperm. Now, do they immediately scream? or This is at a clinic, correct? Uh, yeah, that's not a clinic. It's not like at a Seven Eleven or a grocery store. I've tried that before for extra side side money. Yeah, but I just find that you know those people just down it. They just drink it. <laughs> yeah, there are weirdos there. Free there weirdos there. It's like, oh, it's just a, a new Slurpee flavor or something like that. It's like that was my semen. That was my seed. 
Now there is another meme. I think that was my seed. That was then, my seed. And then it's a picture of Jack Swagger uh, screaming. Mm-hmm. With you with like your intense growl. My, yeah, that was my seed. Yeah, but I mean that's my that's my story. There, so you think about all the hearts that there are. You know, Natalia could be my daughter. Uh, you know, you think about. Uh, you know, uh, Randy Orton could be my son. Wouldn't you have had? Are you? But isn't Randy Orton older than you? Uh, maybe I don't know. Like I'm not really good with science and everything, but I know I've donated a lot of sperm okay. around the world. And then, of course, you see all these elite wrestlers coming into play. It's like, well, obviously, Kurt Angle could be my son. So you're saying he, it's he took good, my ankle lock? Yeah, you're saying it's gr- good lineage. Oh yeah, it's great lineage. I'm trying to keep the wrestling business going by just you know. Put my seed everywhere. Jeez. Put my seed around this country. And this country is locked in with these borders. I only want my seed in this country. We the people, indeed. You're like Johnny Appleseed, mm-hmm. Swagger. Seed the people. Seed the people. Seed the people. I think that's what... <laughs> that's that's the meme. That's the meme. That's what we figured out. Sinkar is stupid. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. Wow, Jack Swagger. Every time I talk to him... Scott, every time he really just uncovers this little nugget of truth, something I wasn't expecting. Every time. And Johan Benet says, who are the Bella Twins fucking to keep their jobs? Oh, right. Well, who is Zack Ryder fucking then? This is an interesting question. This is a very interesting question. Who is Zack Ryder fucking to keep his job? Now, I think Zack Ryder's a talented guy. Yeah. I think he's done a lot for himself to keep... To keep himself uh, relevant, relevant, and and his own popularity and interesting, but this question clearly addresses the fact that he's fucking someone to keep his job. This is true. I hadn't thought of it this way. I originally assumed that he's like social media ambassador to WWE, and they're asking, "Well, how did you uh, get so popular on yourself?" Especially because we didn't help at all. He's, I mean, maybe he's fucking someone that's in charge of the YouTube account or somebody in IT. Yeah, could be fucking an IT person. You know what? Probably one of the backstage segment camera operators. You think? You think so? Yeah, you think it's I a think, lady. Well, it doesn't matter. Hey, cameras are genderless. Right. I think so. That way, no matter what, think of it this way: anytime you see Zack Ryder in a backstage segment, it's almost like the camera. Could just be zoomed in a little bit more and he wouldn't be there. But if they zoom back just a little bit and he's right. just standing there, it's like if you're an extra on set and you sort of sidle mm-hmm. when the, the main actor says his line and you sidle so you're, you're just. Doing a little eye peer, like, mm. You're just you're like, mm. I'm listening intently, but I'm also still in frame so you recognize me. I'm also buying groceries at the check stand next to this guy. Exactly. I think he might be fucking Linda McMahon. Whoa, that's a almost senator, Scott. Right. Woo, woo, woo. Almost senator. Yeah. I. That's who I think he's. He's having the. Uh, she can she can she give people the rub though? She, but yeah, she give she's giving them the rub. Well, that's you, you know, know what, what that mean? makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? That that you know makes I mean? a lot of I'm sense. I'm peering into your shot right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Huh? Uh, that yeah. makes a lot of sense because that means he must have put his pants on so quickly at the beginning of his career that he ripped one of them, and that's why he only had one pant Vince leg. McMahon was coming home, mm-hmm. and then, you know, he's like, oh, jeez. Then, then he he was hopping and putting his tights on, and he only got one leg on, and he had to tie the other one on. And then he goes down outside of the uh, the bedroom window and then, like, tries to hang on to the, the, the lattice work, and then it falls. And then, it, yeah. and, then it, and then he falls, and then, like, into the hedge bushes right in front of Vince McMahon. And then, uh, like, hey, 
And then Vince is like, whoa, whoa, whoa what is this? What, what, what are you doing? And he's like, uh, check out my new tights. What do you think? And he's like, nice legs. Unique. I like it. And then signed off and like, yeah, we'll make you an ECW guy. They should make another EC. No, they shouldn't. But <laughs> I'm sure Zack Ryder was better in ECW. I mean, like, give him something weird to work with. What could you do with Zack Ryder now? What would you do with Zack Ryder? What would I do with Zack Ryder now? Yeah. I'd go back to the internet thing and uh, really make him in the world of the internet. Like, he talked about being internet champion. Have him uh, have a belt that you actually did, see, right? He did have a belt. He had a, it was a, a Zack Ryder belt. Like, it was his face with the hair. That was the f- – think of it that way. Now we have a belt. The championship belt now is personalized by each of the uh, the wrestlers. I mean, they, I know they did it before with the spinner belt, mm-hmm. but it wasn't – like, it didn't say Cena on it, you know? True. Like, Ryder actually had a, his image on it, and now they take iconography from whoever has the belt, and they put it on it. Take what? Iconography. Icons. Oh. Why didn't you say that? Huh. Sorry, Scott. They take totems and symbols. <laughs> For the ritual known as wrestling. Oh, 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 oh. Oh. Grok brings fire. The bikini maidens are still at the castle. Uh, yeah, I, I would do something internet savvy where, like, the only way you're going to see him, basically he boycotts all the shows. He says, like, if you're not going to see me, if they're not going to book me, then I'm going to be on these shows. And I I'm think not going to show up. But I kind of think that's what, like, a lot of it was, is, like, Zack Ryder is at WWE, and then you never see him. You could only see him on the internet. That's yeah, but it's like, chant. we want Ryder all you want. I'm not going to go there. I'm not showing up to the shows anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. As a Maybe heel? another thing. Like, Would it be I'm, as a heel or I'm waiting an outsider? on my contract. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting on my contract. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to go, and you're all going to follow me. And just start saying, like, I'm going to take the, all these legions of people, and they don't even know what's going on. Bring all your signs. Bring all your things that you want, and then if you're not going to see me. Now, granted, I'm sure WWE is like, oh, we have other people like Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton. We'd like – to use to that focus for, on yeah. um that's just the initial thought mm-hmm. that's what i do but i mean I, would he be a heel doing that or an outsider or like a rebel he, i guess he'd be an outsider yeah i think but i think i'd really i'd put him in a tag team with somebody to have some fun yeah and run with it really run with it yeah in a tag team that means you, they don't have to talk just give him a manager him and fandango that would be great dude they boo you bro like, come on, hang out with me. Fandang, no, they don't. And then he occasionally tries to dance with Summer Rae, mm-hmm. and then Fandango gets all upset. Or he's teaching Fan, uh, Zack Ryder to dance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that good stuff. Who is their manager? Summer Rae. She's their valet. Yeah. Mene valet What? Vijay. She's, she's their Vijay. She's their Vijay. Mm-hmm. Valet and manager, the Vijay. The Vijay. Summer Ray, the Vijay. Summer Ray, the Vijay. That's another one for you, wrestling memes. Enjoy that one. Um, and I think we got to address this, too. This is also another big thing that happened on Raw. Hot ticket item. Hot. <laughs> gargle, gargle. <laughs> oh, man. You're right there? I'm out of water. You want this Jack, one? Jack. It tastes weird. Could you call Jack? I heard my ass burning. Can I drink Scott's water? Yeah. Oh, do you want some more water? Yes. There you go. I will pass. That's. I just got you a water. No, that I, is a tiny Dixie cup full of your seed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's the big deal? 
Jack, excuse yourself. It's a rib. Excuse it's yourself. It's a rib. I was I, trying to get you to drink my seat. You didn't even hide it. You just did it right here in the room in front of me and Scott. Well, I, it's a, Scott is mortified. It's a rib. He looks like the little girl from the beginning of Heavy Metal. It's a rib. Guys, guys, if you want to be in the wrestling business, you got to get used to these ribs. We don't want to be in the wrestling business. We want to be in the peripheral of the, of the wrestling business. Ah, oh, crime and Christmas. All right, then I'll go to the sparkless machine and get this. No, no, it's quite no. all right. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm already rubbed and tugged. I'm good. No, I can smell your hands from here. Well, I'll pull on some gloves. No, it's quite all right. No glove, no love. You're right. <laughs> all right, fine. Thank you, Jack. Scott, are you okay? No. No, that was horrifying. Can we can we get some tongs and get that Dixie cup off the table? You know what? I You just want to leave it there? Yeah, I want to Hey, I do a lot for this show and I'm not going to start cleaning up around here. All right, I'm putting a tissue over it. <laughs> Good. Uh, oh, I wish we had little mice that were cops and then we could set up a little ticker tape that it was a crime scene. Well, if they would just go through the fucking academy, those damn mice, instead of just thinking they're sitting around all day playing video games. <laughs> yeah. Asshole mice. Um, Rey Mysterio returned to Raw this week. What? Yeah, you were you were watching Raw, and I was putting together the show notes, and you were sleeping <laughs> during Rey Mysterio's exciting return. <laughs> Scott, stop it. You're pulling the curtain back too far. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, what did he do? He attacked with his with his incredibly powerful moveset, mm -hmm. all of his power moves. Yeah, he ran to the ring and it was uh, Hurricane Rana-ing and 619-ing. Yeah, it's taking everybody out. So this. he is the fifth in the Survivor Series match. Fifth in the Survivor Series match. With Usos and... Goldust and Cody, Cody Rhodes. Rhodes. And the Mysterio. And the Mysterio. The Mystery Man? Mysterio. Oh, the Mysterio Man. I figure we got to talk to him. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, I know he's in the lobby. He is? Yeah, the lobby of the bomb shelter that we're in. Oh, great. Excellent. As long as It's every... a fort made of pillows, everybody. Yeah, we're actually in the penthouse of the Comedy Podcast Network. Uh, Ray, Mysterio, thank you for joining us. Hey, guys. How are you? Uh, good. Great. I, oh, I can't. Oh, would you? I can't. I just, the microphone. Yeah, no. Uh, here. Oh. Leap. I have these okay. carpeted stairs that we have for a cat. Would okay. you like these for, this, for the chair? Yeah, man. There you go. Uh -huh. Thanks. Do you want? You just want to perch up there. Ah, there we go. Are you comfortable? Oh yeah, muy bien. Can I get you anything to drink? Uh oh yeah, agua. This, never mind. Uh, Whoa, so how, I... how how's your return on Raw? How you feeling? Oh man, I am pumped. I am fired up, man. Yeah, you, you are you rehabbed all right? You feeling oh, yeah, good? Yeah, I'm rehabbed. I'm all good to go, man. My knees are, are good as gold, man. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, gold. Yeah. yeah, good as gold, like golden knees, you know. Uh, so you flexible? Oh yeah, totally flexible. Here, check this. Ah! Oh ah, my did you god! Hear that snap? Yes. Ah! Oh, oh my god! You just did a like a tiny ah. knocking motion on your knee. Ah yeah, I just tried to knock like knock on wood. Oh, but oh, the wood in my knee broke. You? I'm sorry. You've got wood in your knee? Yeah, man. Oh, I, I put wood in there so that way it would last a little bit longer. Oh god. Well, uh, I have a ah. I have a bunch of questions. So Do you mind stupid. if I ask you? So stupido. Yeah. Uh, three little pigs. I should have remembered. Uh, I, uh, house made of sticks. Can I can I ask you these uh, questions? I don't know if it's a good point to ask uh, now. Okay, yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, question, question right, away. Uh, After Survivor Series, uh, what see, kind of programs do you see yourself being? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, you know, I gotta go after all these guys that have attacked me like verbally, like you know, like 
slander my name and stuff and, and Alberto the real. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, the, my second question is, you're not going to have any matches with Alberto Del Rio, are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a big program, you know, leading up to WrestleMania. You really? Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, you know, he's Mexican, I'm Mexican, and, like, you know, like, that's in the WWE. Racists have to go against each other, you know. Vince likes that sort of stuff, you know. I guess. He's like, oh, two black guys, let them fight against each other. And like, hey, Alberto Del Rio and Rey Mysterio, they need to fight, you know. So, you know, like, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to kick him. Ah! Oh, Ray, your other, ah! your other knee. Ah! Oh, no. Ah, hey. Ah, why didn't the hay and my knee hold together? Oh, you've got hay in your ah, other knee? so stupid. I was thinking of the three little pigs and, like, I should use what the pigs use for, for to put in my knees. I think you should stop reading kids' sto stories ah, to your kids before you go in for surgery. Ah. Uh, well, I guess my next question isn't very helpful, but I'll ask ah. it anyway. What kind of intense training are you doing to maintain your physique? Lunges. Ah, but those are all leg-based. Squats. Uh, those are leg-based also. Uh-huh, yeah. And windmills. What are windmills? I always I lay on my back and I just kick my legs. Here, let me show you. No, oh, ah, Ray, ah, don't ah, do it. Ray, ah, don't ah, do it. Ah, so much snapping. Oh, Ray. Oh. Ray, uh, hey. Can I get you some ice or something? Oh, yeah, please. Maybe the ice will solidify and create new ice legs. Uh, you know what? I don't think that'll be helpful. Oh, Survivor Series. Oh, I'm so excited for it. Oh, oh well, yeah, it's November 24th, right? Yeah, just a few days away. Yeah, I'm uh, totally dipped the shape. God, Ray, it sounds like you're. Well, it sounds like it's gonna be a battle. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a battle. Hopefully, you can be. Uh, they'll just have, bring you in at the end, and you can do mop up. Oh yeah, they'll mop up my legs. <laughs> God, Ray. Oh, my leg fell off. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my leg fell off. Uh, would you like me to get that? No, part? I'll get it with my other leg. Oh, kick him off too. Oh God. Ah, uh, 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 just it's blood, blood at the knees. Uh, Jack, Jack, we're Jack in Swagger. the PG era. Jack, yeah, what's going on? Uh, could you please get? No problem. Uh, Tap him out. No, Grab don't. Grab legs. <laughs> Tap him out. Tap him out. Jack, no, no, I no. I don't feel anything. <laughs> Tap it right, tap it right, tap it right. I got both your legs. I'm gonna tap you out like this. Ray, don't yeah, tap yeah, out yeah, like yeah. this. Ray, don't yeah, tap yeah, out yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I'm biting on his foot. Don't, biting on his he foot. doesn't feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack. Ah, oh no. I'm like gonna be ready for the Survivor Series. Jack, could you please bring a wheelie chair in here so I could put Ray Mysterio on it and we can take You him. want me to take uh, make a wish Charlie's uh, wheelbarrow? No, 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 no. no I gotta no. just jump around the wheelbarrow. No, what is he doing here? It's always his wish. Oh no! There we go, got the wheelbarrow. Here we go. Put the body in there. Keep the legs, cause I'm gonna tap him out. All right, just uh, gonna Ray. make a necklace out of these legs, please. Uh, ah, ah, give me uh, just some duct tape. I'll be ready for the Survivor Series. Ray, thank you for joining us. Yes, We're gonna really? send you to the hospital oh, via okay. airlift. Um, uh, Jack, please, Jack. What? Jack, let go of those legs. Let go of those legs. Let go. Let go. Let go of those legs. Let go of those legs. I've got a, I got a Dixie cup of vanilla milkshake. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's my team. Ah. <laughs> All right, I got those legs. Oh man. Uh, Ray, it still counts as a tap out victory. I put it into the, put it under the, under the stats on the website. Well, I'm gonna. All right, uh, Ray, thank you for joining us. Uh, well, it's my pleasure, guys. Oh, head shake. Yeah. Oh, get, now give me a forehead. Give me a forehead. Uh, no, give I, me a forehead. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, 
God, so much blood. Okay, uh, may the power of, 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 of Christ be with you. Uh, Rey Mysterio, uh, believe in me. Here, take take this little mask. Oh, thank you. Oh, God. oh so much blood. I need your blood. Please what? sign up. What what blood type are you? Scott, Scott. What blood type are you? Scott, he's gripping my what arms. What blood type are you? Scott, his upper body is still very strong. Uh, what blood type are Scott. you? What blood type? Yeah. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Ugh. I've ne I never knew that a wheelbarrow could go so far. You just have to lift up the... The part that the stopper. Mm -hmm. How are you? Are you okay, Scott? I'm worried that we may have a lawsuit in our hands that we've affected Survivor Series greatly. By the lines in Vegas may swing. By affecting the Mysterio man. Mm hmm. You know, he crawled up the, those cat stairs himself onto that chair. You're right. And if we edit this around in a perfect way, they'll never know what we did. That's right. So that's it for this week of curtain jerks. I feel bad. I feel like oh man. Rey Mysterio's legs are unattached. Jack Swagger's spreading a seat everywhere. Alphonse Chesterfield is upset with his job. Hey, you know what? I think for so, every dark period, there's always optimism right around the corner. It's almost as if next week we had a super big surprise. You know what? Next week we do have a super big surprise that we'll say now. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, we gets jerked three ninjas high noon at Mega Mountain. That's right. Um, if you weren't ready, get ready, cause it's get ready. It's the it's the Three Ninjas movie. I think it's the third one in the series with Hulk Hogan in it and Jim Varney and Lonnie Anderson. And chances are, a lot of you don't know who Jim Varney and Lonnie Anderson are by name. Yeah, but you'll recognize them. Uh, Jim Varney was Ernest, the famous Ernest in all the TV shows and uh, his own movies. And Lonnie Anderson was in WKRP in Cincinnati. And she was married to Burt Reynolds. Is that right? Yeah. They had a big, messy divorce. Yeah. 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 Big, messy honeymoon, too. Yeah, got a big, messy uh, divorce coming up. I I don't remember everything about the episode. We recorded it a while back. I do know I laughed a lot when we made this episode. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Talked to a stuntman, I believe, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty epic. So uh, that is our treat for you on the holidays or for Thanksgiving when we're not going to be around because we're visiting the family. And I hope you're visiting your family, too, and have a good time because we're not going to record a message before that. <laughs> so we're just going to play that episode. I just thought of a bunch of U.K. listeners being like, holidays? You mean Thanksgiving? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Get back to work, you fucking bullocks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.